repeat them tonight. I want you to just go after God today like never before. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory and honor for who you are. We seek your face today, and I pray that right now as we worship you, you would be glorified. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in our lives, in us and through us, Lord. We love you. We worship you. We adore you, King. We adore you, King. Come on, everybody. Just set your heart right now on God, on the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings. Come on, love him today. Come on, if we could just put the music up just a little bit more, we're going to go after God right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Flood into our hearts today, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We wait upon you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. We wait upon you, Lord. Surely as the sun will rise, you'll come. As the dawn. Hallelujah. And let your glory fall as you respond to us. The Spirit rain. A flood into our thirsty hearts again. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, he's going to come. Flood into our thirsty hearts again, Lord. Come on, come. Holy Spirit, come into this place. Come fill us up once again to overflowing, Lord. In Jesus' name. Come on, let the chains be broken today. Come on, lives are being healed. Be opened as Christ is revealed. Yes, Lord. Come on, his children are meant to be free. Hallelujah. Eyes be healed, yes, Lord. And eyes be opened as Christ is revealed. Hallelujah. Come on, Christ is revealing himself all over this room. In your lives, while you're here, while you're at home, he's showing himself to you. Hallelujah. A flood into our thirsty hearts again. Yes, Lord. Ah, Let your glory fall as you respond. To us, Spirit rain, a flood into our thirsty hearts again. Yes, Lord, 
There's freedom in Jesus. As he reveals himself to you, there's freedom in Jesus. Hallelujah. Flood into these thirsty hearts again, Lord. Come on once again, Lord. If we're dry, if we're empty, he's going to flood into your thirsty hearts again. Come on, Lord. I'm tired of religion. I'm tired of just coming. Come on, lower it just a little bit. Come on. We got to be real with God tonight. He wants us to be transparent with him tonight. I'm sick and tired, God, of being a hypocrite. I'm sick and tired, God, of faking it sometimes. Dear God, when I feel you're so far away, come on, be real with God. Sometimes, God, we let things in the way. Sometimes, God, we put things before you. We make idols. God, we want to experience you tonight. We want to be in your presence, dear God. We don't want to fake it. We want it to be real. Come on. Let's go after God tonight. Be real with him. Be real with yourself. You need him more than you know. Come on. Come on, Holy Spirit. We are lovesick. We're lovesick. We don't know it. We're lovesick. We're dying without you, Lord God. We're dying. This generation is dying without you. We need you, Lord. Bring us back to the place where we were, dear God, when we first came to you. Dear God, we want our first love once again. We want the first love, dear God, once again. Come on, come on. Let's put those lyrics back on. We're going to worship this to this song. We want you, Holy Spirit. We want you, Jesus. We want you, Father God. We want you, Holy Spirit. We want you, Jesus. We want you, Father God. Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Something's going to break tonight. Something's going to break through tonight. Come on. Come on. If you want, you want to break through with God, just open up your mouth right now. Don't worry about who's to the left, who's to the right. Just open up your mouth and worship God. Tell him who he is to you. Tell him how grateful you are for him. Tell him that you're thankful for his love over you when you least deserved it. Come on, God Almighty. You are worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be adored. There's none like you, Lord. Come on, our beloved. Our beloved. Our beloved. Come on. He's our beloved. Yes, Lord. Come on. Jesus, get the sin out of the way right now. Say, God, I repent for disobedience. I repent for rebellion. Come on, get it all out. Get the fear out. I repent for fear, dear God. Fear of failure, fear of man. God, we repent for wanting the things of this world, dear God. For going after money, for going after materialistic things. We repent. We repent for being lukewarm, dear God. We repent, dear God, for taking your word lightly. Come on, it's a privilege to know you, Lord God. We repent for not coming into your presence as we should, for not interceding as we should. Jesus, 
Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Praise God. Say, come. The Spirit and the Bride say, come. Hallelujah. And the bride say, come, yes. Jesus, come. Jesus, come. Come into this place. Saturate this place. Saturate our hearts, dear God. Saturate our thoughts. Saturate our desires, dear God. Saturate our plans, Holy Spirit. Saturate our dreams, dear God. That they would be your dreams, that they would be your desires, oh Lord. Saturate our lives completely, dear God, that we would be lit ablaze for you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes. Come on. Yes, Lord. Liberation. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Senor. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Come on. Dig your hearts deep right now and just be real with God. Stop playing games with God. Stop playing. Stop going back and forth with God. Being lukewarm, being on fire. Being lukewarm and being on fire. It gets old. Come on. Just decide that you're going to live for God. That nothing, that nothing's going to get in the way because you want God more than anything else. Through hard times, you're going to live for God. Through financial troubles, you will live for God. Through temptation, you will live for God. Through persecution, you will live for God. Through dry times, you will live for God. Through mountaintops and valleys, you will live for God. Come on. Say, come. And the bride say, come. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on. Yes, Lord. Come on, just lift up your hands to God right now. Just say, come. Come on, his bride says, come. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. Come, Lord, come, Lord, yes, come on. Come, Lord, come, Lord. Yes, Lord. And the bride say, come. Spirit and the bride say, come. And the spirit and the bride say, Say come, whatever it looks like, just come. The spirit and the bride say come. Spirit and the bride say come. Come on. The Bible says that as you live a holy life and as you preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, you speed his coming. Many people say, where's Jesus? He's been coming for so many years. Where's Jesus? 
Well, God's waiting for his bride, his bride to get it together. He's waiting for us to live our lives for him. So on fire in a blaze for him. And we tell the world about Jesus and we tell the world all the four corners of the earth about Jesus. Come on, receive that word tonight. We're going to worship to this song right now. We're going to put the lyrics back up now. As you've talked to God yourself, as you've worshipped, worship this song with all of your heart right now. This is the call of God. This is the song that our souls and our spirits should be singing and praising to. Because this city belongs to our God. Come on, let's put the lyrics up there. Come on and just know that you are called by God to be so in love with him. And to proclaim this city for his kingdom. Come on, get excited tonight. Yes, Lord. Make our hearts teach us to love the way you loved us. Send us out. Come on. Hallelujah. Send us out. Come on. Just say, send us out. Send us out. Yes, Lord. The city of Chicago is yours, my king. Every neighborhood, every community belongs to you, oh God. Every college, Lord God, every university belongs to you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Every home, dear God, every apartment building in the city of Chicago, every life represented in that building belongs to you, Lord. Every project, dear God, belongs to you, King. Loved us. It's all yours, Lord God. We lift this city up to you, O oh God. Send us out, dear God, to proclaim it for you, dear God. To bring back, dear God, what the enemy has stolen, dear God. And bringing it before you, O oh God. Bringing souls back to you, dear God, and covering over a multitude of sins, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Send us out, Lord. Send us out, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Send us out, Lord. Come on. Come on. Get excited right now. God is doing big things. Jesus. Lord, hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, yes, Lord. Yes, King, this city, Lord, is yours. This city, Lord, is yours. Hallelujah. This city, Lord, is yours. 
Lord is yours. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Yes. The way you loved us. Send us out. Send us out. Come on. Send us out. Send us out. Come on, Holy Spirit. Send us out, oh Lord, with your spirit and your fire, Lord God. Send us out, Lord. Send us out, Lord. Come on. Send us out. Send us out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, just tell God, send me out, Lord. Send me out, Lord. Take me out of my shell. Take me out of my comfort zone. Send me out, Lord God. Send me out to touch lives. The lives of the hurting. The lives of the lost. Send me out, dear God. Come on. Come on, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, Lord. Yes, Lord. Then here in your love, here in your love. Come on, guys. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. Then here in your love, here in your love, fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. Cause I want more of you, God. And I want more of you, God. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. And I want more of you, God. And I want more of you, God. Yes, Lord. Come on. It's just you and God right now. Come on, Jesus. It's just you and God right now. Come on get to that place of intimacy with him. Lord, I want more of you, Lord. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here in your love, here in your love. Place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here in your love, here in your love. Hallelujah. Down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. And I want more of you, God. And I want more of you, God. I set a fire down in my soul that 
I can't contain, that I can't control. Is I want more of you, God. And I want more of you, God. Far down in my soul, that I can't contain, that I can't control. Is I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. Hallelujah. Set us ablaze, Lord. Come on. Yes. Set us ablaze for you, Holy Spirit. I want more of you, God. Oh, we want more of you. Hallelujah. We want more of you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God Almighty. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you with our minds. We worship you with our hearts, dear God, with our strength. We worship you. We worship you, King. We worship you, King. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We want more of you. Come on, we're dry, dear God. Your children are dry, dear God. Come on, Holy Spirit. Quench our spirits, Lord, tonight. There's no place I would rather be than hearing your love, hearing your love. Quench our spirits, Holy Spirit. Quench our spirits, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come on, it's just you and Jesus, Holy Spirit, we need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, King. We need you, Holy Spirit. We need you, Holy Spirit. Come on. Just confess your need for him. It's not a lot of words. It's not a lot of fancy words. It's just confess your need for him, your love for him. We need you, God Almighty. Hallelujah. Come on. Can't control. I want more of you, God. And I want more of you, God. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. More of you, God. And I want more of you, God. Yes. Come on. No place I would rather be. No place I would rather be. Yes, Lord. Here in your love. Here in your love. Hallelujah. No place I would rather be. 
no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here in your love, here in your love. Come on, just proclaim it tonight. Down in my soul that I can't contain. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. Is I want more of you, God. A more of you, God. There's no place I would rather be. Praise you, God. We praise you, God Almighty. Tonight we praise you, oh God. Lord, if there's people in this room, dear God, whose hearts aren't where they should be, Lord, they might be far away from you, but I pray that you would captivate each heart tonight. Hearts that are turning cold, dear God, and dry, Lord, would, would encounter you once again. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would transform lives in this place, that as we pray for people as well, who are people who aren't here, Lord, as we pray for other nations, that your hand would stretch out and heal, that your, your hand would stretch out and save, Lord, that your hand would stretch out and transform, dear God. Transform, that you would transform the things that are dead and that you would make them alive once again. In Jesus' name, we give you glory, praise, and honor that you've called us, Lord that we are your children in this place. And no matter where we are, you still call us, dear God. And you still call us friend, Lord. In Jesus' name, have your way. Amen. Come on, give God some praise tonight. Give him a hand of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you guys take a minute and greet your neighbor. Welcome them to Encounter. So good to see you guys all here today. Amen, guys. Welcome to Metro Praise Encounter Night. Who's excited to be here? Come on. Who is excited to be here? I know I am. Come on, God is doing something. He's doing something in the hearts of his people, amen. Well, I just want to welcome you once again to Metro Praise Encounter Night, where we're loving God and loving people. This is where we pray every Wednesday at 7 p.m., and we have our 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. service on Sundays, which you guys are all more than welcome to come. So our strategy here at Metro Praise is to connect people to Jesus Christ, mentor them, and send them out into the world. And you, you know what, guys? For us, this is so close. For so many people here in this room, you're not even going to have to wait so long to be sent out. Because like we're going to learn today, the harvest is just plentiful and it's crying out for his children to come out and preach the word. And we have a goal here of 100,000 disciples in the city of Chicago alone, okay? It's not the suburbs, just the city of Chicago, amen? 50 churches 
and 500 all around the world. I'm pumped and excited about this. Are you? Come on. Get excited because God is really putting his hand upon this and it's going to happen. Amen. So here at Metro Praise, we believe that 10% of your income goes to God. It goes to the house of God. Everything you give to God after that is your offering. So feel free to give just with all of your heart as you hit the holiday seasons, you know, put God's kingdom first. Amen. You're more than welcome to give. The drop boxes are in the back and we're going to pray for this offering now. Amen. Hallelujah, God. We just thank you for every believer in this room who trusts you, who trusts in what you're doing here at Metro Praise in the city of Chicago, Lord. I pray, dear God, that you bless every giver in their finances, dear God, in their workplace, that you would favor them above everyone else, dear God. If there's financial struggles, I pray that you would just break that curse off of them and that the doors would open, dear God, to be blessed, to be a blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said... Amen. All right, if you guys can just open up your Bible with me to Matthew 9.35. The title of today's message is called The Need for Disciples. Everybody say, The Need for Disciples. Amen. All right, at um, SUM, I'm taking this uh, class. It's called Global Missions. And more than ever before, in my four years of salvation, I'm seeing disciple in a whole new light, okay? We say the word disciple time and time again. You know, we learned that the word disciple means student. So we know that when you come here to Metro Praise, you learn, you're under a mentor, and you're being taught the word of God. And it's just what we do. This is how we train people up to go out and tell the world. But we can lose sight of what this really means. And so God has really put it on my heart to talk about the need for a disciple, God has raised up, has put it in our hearts, every, each, each and every one of us, to carry out different tasks in this world, okay? But through discipleship, we are able to do it the way that God wants us to do it, through the word of God, right? The problem is that there's many people who come to church, they come to God, and they want to do it their way. They don't want to count the cost of what it takes to lay it all down for Jesus Christ. Many people don't want to be committed to the call, don't understand that it's going to take something, it's going to take to sacrifice something to go after God and to reach God's people. When you come to Jesus Christ, you know, he changes you, he transforms you to be an amazing person. You know, many people say, come to God, he's going to make it all better, and he will make it all better but there's something that he wants to do with your life after that. He wants you to reach out and touch those who have not heard about Jesus Christ. There are people in this world who've never even heard the name Jesus. I was in a ministry, um, we were at Spanish ministry a few years ago, and I was there with Ishmael sitting in a back room. And there was this young lady who was invited to our church, and she had never, she was from China, never heard the name of Jesus. Isn't that amazing? To think that here in our country we, we can just talk about Jesus Christ and we have the freedom to learn about him and walk into a church and learn about him, but yet there's people in other nations who've never heard the gospel, have never heard the good news. In Acts 4.12 it says that there is no other name given to men by which we must be saved. 
Therefore, if these people in other nations have never heard the name of Jesus, they're dying without the forgiveness of their sins. I know that you might say, I'm young and I'm being a good person and I'm, you know, a Christian. Well, that's good for you. But God has amazing plans for your life and he doesn't care how old you are. He doesn't care if you're 15 years old or if you're 50 years old. He wants to use you. Amen? The work of God is far too great for just one person. We cannot just think that, oh, that person is going to take care of it. That missionary will do it all. My pastor will reach out into the communities. No, it's not enough. The souls in the city of Chicago are way too great, far too great for just a few people to reach out. It needs the body of Christ to reach out, to do their part. It needs disciples to rise up and to bring the word of God to every street corner, every high school, every college, amen? The colleges that are teaching lies, atheistic lies, into the minds of our young adults. That's you. You and I are called to be disciples. This city needs more disciples. Amen? This nation needs more disciples. Amen? And the world needs more disciples. I want us to read Matthew 9.35 and just meditate on what God, uh, Jesus Christ is saying here about the harvest. I know you've heard it before, but I want to, to have this word just marinate in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, so that you know that this is for you. This is for you. When the disciples pray here, when he tells them pray and ask the Lord of the harvest, they're asking for you, for the generations to come after them, to bring the word where it has not reached yet. Amen? Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Who wants to be like Jesus? Who wants to impact lives by preaching to them and praying for them? If that's you today, you are precious. You are so valuable. You have something. You have this treasure inside of you. The Bible says that you have a treasure inside of you. You are like a jar of clay, but there's this, this treasure that's just waiting to be opened, that's waiting to be let out. And the one person who knows that is the enemy. And what does he want to do? He wants to destroy. He wants to prowl around you like a roaring lion waiting to devour you, waiting for you just to leave a little open door where he can come in, stick his foot into your life and tear everything down, pull everything apart. He wants to destroy your character, your integrity, steal your testimony. Do you understand how powerful our testimonies are? And the enemy wants to come and destroy he wants to kill, and he wants to steal everything inside of you. From that very first day you gave your life to Jesus, he wants to go back and tell you, hey, that wasn't real. Hey, that wasn't right. That wasn't you. You were just believing lies because you were in a low point in your life. See, when you live, uh, give the devil a foothold, he comes, and you leave room for so much more that you never even thought of. You know, I can say that from personal experience. You know, a few years into my walk with God, I fell into sin. 
I allowed the enemy to come in and because I was being a hypocrite and I wasn't being open about my sin, then my salvation came into question. Then I thought, hey, does God even listen to me now? Am I even saved? Will I be one of those that say, hey, God, I knew you. I, I casted out demons in your name. I prophesied in your name. I preached the gospel in your name. And Jesus was going to say, I never knew you. I could have been that person, but praise God that he delivered me. Praise God for the Holy Spirit that brought conviction into my life. And I confessed my sin and was open about it and transparent about it. Hated my sin so much. Never want to go back. A disciple will do that. A disciple will humble themselves and say, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm not right. I need to be restored. Ask yourself that question. If that's you, would you do that? If you were leading a ministry, if you were put in charge of something and you messed up, would you be humble enough to admit your issues? And by the grace of God, I was able to humble myself after a few, you know, a few months. By the grace of God. Because the pride inside of me wanted to keep it all. And with that being said, I just want to share with how valuable you are. And the enemy knows that. And he will, he will choose any avenue to come in and try to bring you down. Jesus was preaching here. He was teaching and praying for his people. And as his disciples, when we walk with that authority and that boldness that we have when we know we're right with God, we can do the same. As his students, here in verse 35, you see that he went around to every town and village and preaching everywhere he went. We are to bring the word of God everywhere we go. That's at the Christmas dinner table. You guys got that with your family. There's no breaks from preaching the gospel. There's no vacation you take that says, now I can take my Jesus costume off. You know, I want you guys to really receive that. Everywhere you go, when you leave this, this place, you are still the church. You are still the body of Christ. When you're on break, on winter break, I want you to remember that, that you're not just leaving it all behind and putting it back on when you come back here to church. This is all the time. So Jesus, he traveled from town to town doing the work of the Lord. Everywhere he went, he was about the Father's business, right? Ask yourself, are you about the Father's business? Or is it only about your business? You know, are you preaching and teaching when it's convenient for you to bring condemnation to other people? Or are you preaching and teaching to see souls saved? Matthew 28, 19 says, therefore, go. Everybody say, go. Make disciples. Everybody say, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you to the very end of age. Amen. You might get nervous at the dinner table talking to your family about Jesus, but Jesus is with you, right? The Holy Spirit is there with you, and he will give you words to speak into your family members' lives. You know, maybe you're afraid to talk to your mother, about Jesus once again because it didn't work out the way you planned it the first time but the Holy Spirit is with you the Holy Spirit is knocking on her door amen so preach the gospel like Jesus the second thing I want you to see in this passage is that he had compassion on the people that he was he was with not pity there's a difference the word compassion is used 12 times in the New Testament what does compassion mean? The compassion means to walk along somebody. It means to take upon their, their worries, their, their troubles, and you carry them yourself with them. And what you do 
is you try to bring them a solution. Pity is the other th is the opposite. Pity is when you see someone and you're like, thank God I'm not in their shoes, you know? That's a terrible, that's a tough situation. And you don't really bring a solution. But Jesus here, he has compassion on his people and we should be that way as well, amen? We should never look at someone and just, you know, move on and just say, you know, they, they made mistakes. It's their fault. We should be like that. And because he had compassion on these people, he was willing to stay there. And he was willing to pray for them. And he was willing to feed the people. And he was willing to heal people. Every time the Bible says he has compassion, it's followed by an action. So when you have compassion for someone, don't just forget about them, but really reach out. Take out your hand and help them in any way that you can. And then he says that they were harassed. Who was harassing them? Well, you know, we understand that there are religious leaders who are burdening people with religious practices that can't be kept. Even they themselves couldn't keep them. And Jesus describes these people as sheep. Many times throughout the Bible, he speaks about his sheep. Why? Ask yourself why. Because sheep are helpless, defenseless animals who often get lost. And we are like that. We stray off the path. Do you understand? And we need a shepherd. We need someone to, to guide us and lead us. And so without a shepherd, that's why Jesus had compassion on them. He says they need, they need someone to guide them, and that's you, and that's me in this place. Amen? In 1 Peter 5, 2, it says, Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you are willing. You know, in this place, you might not have the title of an overseer just yet. But we are to take care of God's people. And we are also to take it upon ourselves to take care of the lost, those who don't know Jesus, because God wants them to be his people. Amen? And number three, Jesus states that the harvest is ready and the workers are few. What is the harvest? It's the people, the lost souls. And, the, and Jesus says they're ready. You know, they're ready for you to come out and get them. It's waiting. It's waiting right there for you. It's in your city, it's in your town, it's in your community. It's right there and it's ready, but the workers are few. God wants workers, not lazy people. I want you to get that right now. God wants a worker to reach out into the harvest, not a lazy person and someone who will just, you know, put their hands to the plow and look back. The Bible says in Luke 9.62, it says, Jesus replied, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the service in the kingdom of God. What does that mean? You start working for God. You start doing the ministry, but then you start giving up. You start looking back. Hey, I remember when I used to do this. I remember when I used to go to the clubs, when I used to party, when I used to hang out with my friends. That's what it means now in our, in our culture. You start looking back and meditating, you know, and, and God says, you're not fit for the kingdom of God if that's what you're doing. And if that's where you're at today in this place, I want you to repent of your sin because you know that you're called to be a worker in God's vineyard, right? In the, in the field. You're called by God, every person in this room. Hallelujah. I want you to picture this. We have a Wicker Park team. It goes out every Saturday and preaches the gospel on North and Damon. There's about a good handful of people that go out there and they stand and there's hundreds, you know, maybe even thousands of people, a thousand people will walk by them in one night because they stay out there for about three to four hours. And that place is packed out. People go out there and party and there's only about eight to ten people to talk to, the, to talk to those souls. Do you think that's enough? 
Do you think that's enough? Do you think that it's enough for one church to decide one street corner and that's it? And you rarely see it. And when other Christians come around, they pass by and they, they're surprised that we're out there preaching the gospel. It shouldn't be a surprise that we're preaching the gospel. It should be the norm. Amen? In Old Irving Park here under the subway, you know, by the blue line. And Berto goes out there with one or two other people to preach the gospel. Do you think that's enough for the hundreds of people coming home from work who are lost, who are living for this world, who, who think that they have something important as they're coming home from work to, to go to their house, their nice family, they're comfortable, their false security? You think it's enough for just two people to tell them that that's a lie from the devil, giving them that false security? It's not enough. The harvest is ready, but the workers are few. In your life groups, have you ever noticed people show up late in your life groups because they don't want to go evangelizing? Our communities are there. God is saying the harvest is there for you. Go into your community in Humble Park. Go to your community in Portage Park. Everywhere you live, that is your community, and God has given it to you. He's handed it over to you. And then we understand that there's a, an area in this world called the 1040 window, which is the most unreached people group. They haven't heard the gospel. They haven't heard the word of God that Jesus will forgive your sin. This is Asia, Africa, and the Middle East, and it's hard to penetrate there. It's hard to preach the gospel. But why? Why, after thousands of years, is it hard for the Christian to go in there and preach the gospel? Because we're not doing our job. Why haven't tribes heard the gospel of Jesus Christ? Because we don't do our job. We're more caught up with our own mess than we are concerned about lost souls on their way to hell. Who's excited that the harvest has been handed over to us? Who is excited that we really don't have to work much? We just have to be obedient to God. Because when we begin the conversations, he gives us the words. Not only that, but he gives us his spirit. And his spirit gives us gifts to proclaim the gospel. That he can give you words of prophecy in the middle of a conversation and see people saved right then and there. That you can pray for the sick and see them healed right then and there. And they'll be saved. He works with us. We are co-laborers with him. Amen. How are we going to apply this to our lives? We're going to ask God to make us those workers and to send, send us out. Right now we're going to get up and we're going to pray. As we, we're going we're gonna to play the song in the background. We're going to pray. And we're going to search our hearts and get the junk out. And we're going to put God's kingdom first. And say, God, I want to be a worker I want to be the one reaching out into the harvest field. Amen? I want to be the one in the high schools preaching your gospel without shame, with boldness and authority, knowing that Jesus Christ is standing right next to me. Are you guys excited? Do you want that? You're called to be leaders, not sitting in the back. You're called to be bold, to preach the gospel everywhere you go, in the workplace, in your communities. Come on, I'm preaching to myself because it can be easy to get comfortable. You can be saved for so long and then get comfortable and not and think, I've done enough. But God is saying, come back. Come back and get your fire again tonight. If you've lost your fire, God wants to ignite you once again. He wants to light you ablaze, fill you up with his spirit so overflowing that people will know there's something different about you. He doesn't want you blending in. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm excited. We're going to be the disciples and the shepherds of God's people. What does that mean? That means you walk it out. That means wherever you go, you let the light shine. You live holy. You live pure. You live with integrity. And you don't bring reproach to the name of Jesus Christ. 
You never let people say, oh, that's a Christian. I don't want to be a Christian. Never, ever do that. Amen? I want us to stand up right now. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. I'm excited because I know God wants to pour out his spirit. I know that God is ready to just blow our minds with what he can do. He can do far more than we can ever imagine. Do you guys know that? The Bible says he can do so much more than we can even ask for, that we can even just imagine in our own little brain. He can do so much more. Hallelujah, Jesus. Before we pray at the altars, before we do holy huddle or rapid fire, we're going to pray right now that we would just be ignited with the word of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, Lord. We want to be your disciples who follow after you, Holy Spirit. We want to be the ones, dear God, who reach out into the harvest field and snatch souls from the fire, dear God. We want to be tools in your hand, dear God, to smash every lie of the devil. We want to see, dear God, our communities, our neighborhoods changed. Gangbangers changed, dear God. Prostitutes changed, Lord. Businessmen changed. Greedy men changed, Lord. Selfish, prideful, young adults changed and transformed for the glory of God the Father. the song says just waste your life for Jesus you have one life to live you have one life to live what is it going to count for there's people in this room who are going to be called to other nations you're going to be called to lay down your life to leave behind your family members and your friends and what you consider comfortable. You're going to be called out to go into a place where you don't even know the language or the culture. Some people are going to be called to go to, to travel around the world and preach the gospel. Others are called to reach out into these communities to be church planters. Others are called to be apostles, to be teachers, to be prophets and evangelists. Come on, let God tell you who you are in him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Count the cost tonight. Count the cost tonight. Get sick and tired of being lukewarm and just being comfortable. Hallelujah.
everybody. Press on. Say goodbye to everything that hinders you. Say goodbye to everything that's making you comfortable. Say goodbye to everything that's taking the place of God. Everything that's distracting you. Come on, press on like men and women of God. Press on like soldiers. Press on like ambassadors for God. Press on like disciples. Hallelujah, who are going to change the world for Jesus Christ. love with you Lord God and we don't want to waste this life dear God and, or just keep this treasure inside of us and not share it with the world you you said that the harvest is plentiful but the workers are few dear God we will be one of those workers out there we will be getting dirty dear God in the fields as we bring back your children to you as we preach the gospel dear God as we have compassion on people as you did Lord God in Jesus name Holy Spirit Come on, spur us on, dear God. When we when we say no, when we decide that it's not oh it's not important to preach, we've done enough. Spur us on. Convict our hearts. Speak so loud and clear. We need you, Lord. We can't do it without you. Come on, it's just you and, and Jesus right now. Just tell him. Tell him. Make me a worker that's never going to look back. Tell him to make you a worker that's not going to go back to the things of this world ever again. Confess your temptations to him. Confess your sins to him. Because he can set you free. And once he does, just go. Go where he says go because he's going to be with you. going to call up some prayer warriors anybody who wants to come up here and pray we got some needs that need to be that need to be lifted up to God we're going to pray 30 to 60 seconds this is rapid fire prayer I want you guys as you hear the prayers to just stand in the gap and pray for them as well 
There's people who are sick. There's people who need deliverance. There's people who are bound by addictions that we're going to pray for them. You guys can just come up here now and just, and just begin to pray. And understand that if that was you in that situation, that you would want somebody to pray for you too and lift up the needs to God. Thank you, Lord Father. Thank you, Lord Father God. I thank you, God, that you hear our prayers, my God. I thank you, Lord, for healing, God. For we don't have to beg for you to heal, my God. It is just by a command, God. We don't nego you don't negotiate with the demons God you just command them to get out and they get out God and I just and, and with your Holy Spirit God through your Holy Spirit God I just command the demons to come out of Jamie right now Father God to heal him from his seizures my God right now in the name of Jesus Christ there is no negotiation you come out you shiver at the calling of the Lord you shiver at his word demon you have no authority you have no power in Jamie's body and I I declare him healed right now in the name of our Father, in the name of the, of the Son, Jesus Christ the Lord. Lord, Father God, I thank you right now, God. I thank you for the healing that you have poured on him right now, God. Let your divine touch touch him right now as we speak, my God. For that is the faith that we come here with, my God. We come here with faith and authority. The authority that you have given us, my Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, Jamie, you are healed. Hallelujah. Oh, Father God, Lord, I just want to pray for Oswaldo's Alzheimer's, God. I want to pray for his memory, Lord. Lord, 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 that in your name, God, in your name, Lord, that you heal, Lord, that you heal him, Lord. In Jesus' name, heal him, God. Lord, that, Lord, I, I just want to pray, Lord, that, that, that the time that he's been suffering with the sickness, Lord, that the devil has been holding him back. Lord, I just want to, I just want to pray, Lord, that you heal him, Lord. That the devil has no power when you are here, God. When, when we say Jesus, Lord, the devil shivers, Lord. He is so scared running back. So scared running back where he came from, Lord. So right now, I, I, just, I just pray that you heal us all, the Lord. That you, that, that you bring back his memory, Lord. Oh, it's one more Heavenly Father, Lord, we raise up to you the schools, the education system here within Chicago and all over the nations, Lord God. That these city, that these high schools within Chicago, that metal detectors be taken out and replaced with Bibles, Lord God. These students, they're being manipulated, oh God, by the lies of the enemy to indulge in, in, in narcotics and alcohol, Lord God. To indulge in horrible morals, Lord God. It's a sexual perversion, Lord God. I pray that those ideas and concepts of the devil be broken, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray that you reign over those schools, that your presence be known, that the, that the youth within the schools, they raise up, Lord God, that they raise up a new breed, a new generation of disciples, Lord God, that are radical, that, that create a new definition of a normal Christian, Lord God. Lord God, that they be seen as the as the apostles of when you were still on this earth with us, oh God, and that they remember, Lord God, that you are not dead, but you are alive with them within those buildings. I pray that the, 
that the concepts of false religion, of new age ideals be broken, Lord God. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. All we need is all of you, oh Jesus, your presence. In the name of Jesus, amen. Lord God, I just thank you so much, God, for the body of Christ. I thank you for the bride of Christ. I thank you so much, Lord. And I ask that we will come together in one mind, in one heart, seeking your face, oh God, seeking after your heart, oh God, that, Lord, you will set us, each and every one of us, ablaze for your glory, oh God, that you will reveal visions, oh God, and you will give us the, the spirit of discernment, of wisdom, oh God, help us to walk out in honesty, oh God, and just just moving your Holy Spirit, oh God, I pray that you will pour out your spirit, pour out your presence in each of our lives, oh God, that when we come together, we will encourage each other, we, God, we will be positive, oh God, we will, we will pour your word into each other, oh God, and we will pray together, oh Lord, and that we will come in one mind, in one heart, seeking you, worshiping you, God, and just doing the best we can, oh God, to glorify you, Lord Jesus. I just pray that you will just just pour out an anointing on every person, oh God, that, Lord, people will be revealed their callings, oh God. People will re be revealed that they are prophets, evangelists, teachers, oh God. I pray that you will just raise up a generation, raise up your body, oh God, to do great things for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord Jesus, my God, I just pray, my God, I pray, my God, that Chicago, my God, may just be filled by radical disciples, my God, living for you, my God, living boldly for you, my God, preaching to every street corner, my God, bringing to lives, my God, that's never been touched before, my God, bringing to the homeless, my God, that's been suffering, my God, preaching to the cancerous people, my God, the sick, the homeless, the shelter, my God, just, I just pray, my God, they report their hearts, my God. Radical Christians, my God, may just affect them, my God. Lord Jesus, I just, I just pray, my God, that, that more disciples, my God, more disciples, my God, may just be branching off, my God, from street corner to street corner, my God. May just, it just in, infernal, my God, in, internal growth, my God, in just, in just Chicago, my God. I pray this in your name, Jesus. Father God Almighty, I lift up unreached nations. God, who have never heard your gospel, Lord, I pray right now, Father, that doors would open and the people would repent and come to you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray right now, Father, that, that you would break every chain, Lord. I pray right now that, that everything that's holding your word from coming, coming forth, Lord, that's holding it back, God, I pray right now that you would thunder from heaven, Lord, and break those powers, Lord. Break those chains, Lord. Break down the walls, Lord. And let your truth, Lord, let your truth, Lord, reach the nations. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I pray right now, God, for the nations that are oppressed, God. I pray, Father, that your truth, Lord, would set them free, Lord. Jesus, move in power, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Hallelujah, Father. God, I, I pray for the persecution of our brothers in Asia, Father. I pray that you give them the endurance, Father God. The endurance as they, as they go through the pain, the torture, the humiliation, Father God. They go through, Father, for they're imitating you, Christ Jesus. And Father, you said in your word, Jesus, 
that to bless those, God, and to pray for our enemies and to love them, Father God. And, Lord, they're enduring, Lord God, this torture, God, as they preach your gospel, Father God. I pray that they will receive the supernatural strength from you, Father God, so they may continue, Father God, boldly and courageously, Father spreading the good news of salvation that you bring forth jesus christ and father i just pray for those persecutors lord god the way you converted paul father i pray for every single persecutor father for the power of your holy spirit right now to come upon them in the mighty name of jesus and god the way you tore, turn around the, the life of paul god that you will do it as well with those men in jesus name i claim salvations now in jesus mighty name father god i pray I pray for visions. I pray for dreams to come forth over their lives. Holy Spirit, be over them. Holy Spirit, be over them now. Satan, I bind you in Jesus' mighty name now. Get your hands off those Muslims. I declare them to be Christians, disciples of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah for the glory of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah, God Almighty. We lift up our pastors overseas. We lift up Pastor Amit, Pastor Madhav, dear God, Pastor Chimit, Pastor Edward, dear God, Pastor Anil, dear Lord, and every other pastor, dear God, that works with them. In the name of Jesus Christ, we declare strength upon their souls and their spirit. I pray that you would renew them once again, Lord God, that the work of the ministry would always be a joy, my King. Bringing souls to you would always be a joy, my God. Being in your presence would be a joy, dear God. I pray that when they call on your name, you would meet them, dear God. Those who are being persecuted, dear God, meet them, Holy Spirit. The underground church, dear God, meet them, Holy Spirit. I declare healings, dear God, to happen continuously, Lord. That Muslims and extreme Hindus, dear God, would be radically changed and transformed in Jesus' name. Your word says that the gates of hell would not prevail, your church. Hallelujah, Lord. We've got the victory, dear God. Hallelujah. Raise up your church, dear God. Your bride, clean without blemish. Hallelujah, Lord. We know that you're coming soon. And we want and desire to take people with us. We want to populate heaven, dear God, as we plunder hell. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, raise up more nations, dear God, who will turn to you, repent of their wickedness, repent of idolatry and witchcraft, dear God. In Jesus' name, all those demons, dear God, shut their lies right now in Jesus' name. We praise you and we give you glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, what we want to do is if you need prayer for anything, we want you to meet us up here. And if that's not you, I want you to keep praying and interceding for nations. Amen. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Use this time to really go after God. But if you came here tonight with a need and you're saying, I want more of God and you're saying, I need freedom and you're saying, I need to pray for someone else. Come up here right now. Amen. We're going to meet you up here. My husband and myself. Amen.
Amen, God. Come on, if you're still praying up here, just you're still waiting to be prayed on, just hold on. We're going to pray for you. Come on, just keep going after God. Today, if God has set you free, stay free. Do not allow conviction or condemnation to come. Come on, rejoice in your freedom. Rejoice in God's promises. Rejoice that you are His. That nothing in this world can tear you away from Him. There's no demon in hell. There's nothing that can take you away from God. Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, go after God's heart. Hallelujah. Right now, what we're going to do is we're going to break out into holy huddle. Men with men and women with women. I want you to break off into groups. And what I, I want you guys to pray for your communities. I want you to pray for the nation and the nations in this world. I want you to pray for the harvest. I want you to pray for the workers. 
come on, to arise and to preach the gospel. Amen.
Come on, keep praying as you pray. Chains are being broken. As you pray, lives are being changed. Come on, there's something happening in the spirit. Come on, we are victorious today. Come on, keep praying. Keep approaching God's throne to receive the grace for God's people, for those that are lost, for those that are sick, for the communities, dear God, that are devastated. Come on, we're interceding for them today. Come on, one more minute. Come on, amen, amen. Come on, let's just bring it in right now. Amen. Let's just bring it in right now. Let's just give God praise and glory that something is changing, that lives are being changed and transformed. Let's give God praise that we are called by God. Hallelujah. God, we thank you for this night. We thank you, dear God, for the word that you've given us, Lord God, that, that we are to go and be the disciples you've called us to be, that we are to penetrate into every community, dear God, into every city with your word, Lord, that we are to be like you, Jesus Christ, because we understand that the harvest is plentiful and the workers are few. I pray that we in this room would multiply ourselves as we make more disciples and more disciples, dear God, because we know that we are speeding your coming as we preach your gospel. In Jesus' name, be with us this week. I pray that in conversations, we would always bring up your name, Jesus. That in conversations, we would preach forgiveness, dear God, and your love. That we would tell people about the judgment that is to come if they don't know you. In Jesus' name, I pray for boldness and authority upon your children because we understand that you have not given us that spirit of timidity. In Jesus' name, empower us, Holy Ghost, to go out and be a bold witness for you. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand. Praise God. Right now, I want to invite you guys all for soaking time. A time of soaking in God's presence. If you know that God has more for you, God has words to speak to you right now. If you just want to continue interceding for your communities, for your high schools, I invite you to stay in here for soaking time. Otherwise, we invite you into the cafe to go fellowship. If you need counseling, meet us in the cafe as well. Have a good night, and we'll see you Sunday.